Good morning, friends. Thank you for being here for another episode of my mental health podcast. I'm so excited, you guys, because I'm one of those annoying people that loves the holiday season and it is upon us. It is so close. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving and then after that, it is full-blown Christmas spirit time. I wanted to record this podcast for you guys because I know from my mental health support Facebook group, a lot of people struggle around the holidays. I struggle with seasonal depression. So the holidays are usually a more difficult time for me to socialize and connect with people and have the kind of relationships that I want to with my friends and family. So I wanted to share with you guys my tips and tricks for dealing with people who are difficult around the holidays. A lot of times holidays mean that we're faced with family members that make us feel a certain type of way, that we don't really appreciate their point of view, that we struggle to be our high-functioning versions of ourselves around. There's people that trigger past experiences or past versions of ourselves start to come up. Every time I go to my old hometown and see my old friends, I feel like I just regress back into the high school version of myself, which wasn't really my favorite version of myself. She was not very evolved and did not have very many coping tools. So she was not someone that thrived. So to have that version of myself come back up can be really difficult. But I wanted to share with you guys my tips and tricks. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, but it's also just that time of the year where a lot of us spend more time around family and going to gatherings and potentially being faced with difficult people in our lives. I want to start this podcast off by just giving you a disclaimer that you don't have to tolerate abuse. If you've been abused by someone in the past, if someone has been abusive to you, you don't have to tolerate being around them. You're an adult. You can choose to make the decision of who is in your space and who is not. If it's just a family member you don't like and you realize that it's going to cause more grief and more strain around your family, you can make the choice to be around that person and tolerate them, that's fine. But if someone has been abusive or abused you in the past, you don't have to tolerate that person in your space. So I just wanna throw that out there. That's not what I'm talking about in this episode. I'm just talking about people that maybe are not great for your mental health, maybe put you in a bad mindset, that kinds of stuff. I'm not talking about anyone that's abused you or been abusive to you. In the past, if you have been abused or if you are being abused, please get counseling and talk to a professional and get help. Okay, so my first tip for being around difficult people around the holidays is to make a plan. Make a healthy coping plan. How are you going to cope with being around difficult family members? This is really important to me because my family is a big (laughs) believer in drinking a lot of alcohol. I just think it's the time of year there are a lot of parties and a lot of gatherings where there's just a lot of alcohol around and it can be really easy to use that as a coping mechanism or to use some other kind of unhealthy coping mechanism to pick fights, to smoke, to do whatever it is that you do to try to get through your time with your family but maybe those things are not great for your mental and physical health. So make a plan. What are the healthy ways you can cope with stress? I really am a huge advocate for meditating. I do a lot of guided gratitude meditations. I'll leave a link to a blog post I have that has my favorite gratitude meditations below. I suggest you do them before you go to the house. So part of your plan that you're going to make is how you're gonna get yourself in a good mindset before you go to the house, before you go to the party, before you go to the gathering, before you go 
to see your family, what can you do to raise your vibration, to be happy, to feel joyful, to feel those feelings in your body? What can you do to put yourself in a positive state before you get to the house, before you get to dinner or whatever it is that you're doing? We've all had the experience where you're tired and grumpy and your boyfriend or your friend or someone makes a comment to you and you just lose your shit because you've had a bad day and you're in a bad mental health place and you're already grumpy, you're already tired, you're already mad about something else. We've all had the experience of taking out anger on someone when it doesn't need to be there. So we want to put ourselves in the opposite state, right? In that state, when you feel like crap, when you're upset, sad, grumpy, pissed off, it's more difficult to cope with things. We want to put ourselves in a state where it's super easy to cope with things. You want to get yourself as high vibe as you can, as excited, as happy, as joyful as you possibly can before you walk into that house. Because that way, when you walk into that dinner or gathering or whatever it is, it's going to be so much easier to cope with any negativity around you. You want to prime yourself and bring yourself up to where you're so stoked and excited about the holiday, about life, about seeing your family, that you don't care that Uncle Norman is being a complete idiot. (laughs) You want to put yourself in a state where stuff will just roll off of you. Listen to your favorite music. Maybe make a playlist you can listen to on the way to the gathering that puts you in a really good mood. And get yourself pumped. Get yourself excited. Get yourself feeling good, feeling joyful. And say affirmations and put yourself in this place where it's like a challenge, where you're like, I'm going to feel joy in my body no matter what. No one can take joy away from me. No one can dim my light. No one can take this happiness away from me. I am a spark. I am a light. I am a positive, joyful force in the world. No one can take that away from me. No one stands in the way of my happiness. Tell yourself those messages over and over again. Listen to, I don't know, some Beyonce, whatever pumps you up, girl. (laughs) Say those affirmations and get yourself in that mindset where you're like, I'm going to feel good no matter what. I don't care what someone says to me. I don't care how someone acts. I don't care how stupid and petty and immature and idiotic every person around me is. I am a light. I am unstoppable. No one takes my happiness. And really stand in that place and stand in your power. This isn't about them. This is about standing in your own power and taking responsibility for your life. I have a friend right now that's going through a huge transformational experience. They're changing all kinds of things about their life. They're selling their house and they're moving and they're doing all this internal work and they're forgiving their family and they're really like taking their life up so many levels and reaching this new level of their life very, very quickly. And it's so inspiring to watch. And I asked them the other day what motivated them to change and to make all these big, scary actions that are usually really hard for people to make and to just go full force into this transformation. And they said to me they realized the only thing they could control in their life was their body, their health, their mind, and their emotions. And so they went all in in controlling those things. You get to decide how you feel. And this really pisses people off when I talk about this. I've talked about this on Instagram before and gotten a ton of pushback, but you're responsible for how you feel. You can't control if someone is a jerk. You can't control how people act, but your feelings are your responsibility. No one can make you feel a certain way, right? That's our favorite victim card to play is like, they said this and it made me feel like that. No, they said that and you chose to feel like that. 
Now, I know that that's an unpopular opinion, and I know some of you listening right now are a little bit mad at me for saying that, but just hear me out. If you can take radical responsibility for your own feelings, you're in charge. You're the boss of your life. It's going to have such a massive positive impact on you because you're not relying on other people acting a certain way to feel good. I feel good no matter what. It doesn't matter to me how other people act. My feelings, how I feel inside are completely controlled by me. And that was such an empowering step for me to take in my life. It gave me so much of my power back. I had been in such a victim mind for such a long time. And when I realized that I get to control how I feel and it's not up to other people and I don't have to rely on other people acting a certain way or saying certain things to me or treating me well to feel good, that I can decide to feel good now that I choose to feel good now, no matter what. And I know it is hard. I'm not saying this is easy. This is something I still struggle with and that I practice every day, but I get better at it. It's like going to the emotional gym. The more responsibility you take for yourself, the easier it gets for you to start stepping into your power and choosing happiness and deciding to be happy. As a culture, I think we wait a lot for happiness to come to us when we get a car, when we get a house, when we get a relationship. But happiness is a choice. It's something you choose. You decide what you focus on. Are you gonna focus on things that make you feel good? Or are you gonna focus on things that make you feel like crap? Are you gonna focus on some stupid comment a dumb idiot drunk uncle made to you at a dinner? Are you gonna let that steal your joy? Are you gonna let that dim your light? Are you gonna let that have a negative impact on your mindset and your thoughts? Because you don't deserve that. You deserve to feel good now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for circumstances to change. You don't have to wait to get a different job. You can decide to focus on the blessings, to see good, to be the light. Okay, I got way off track because of course I did. That was a whole rant that was not planned on being on this podcast. (laughs) So for healthy coping, make a plan, Get yourself pumped before you go over there. Get yourself in that mindset. I suggest doing meditation before you go, pumping yourself up in the car. If you need to take a break from your family, take a freaking walk, take a minute, pretend to take a phone call outside. Be smart. You're a smart person. You're an adult. You're not trapped. You're never trapped at a dinner. And if you feel like something's really detrimental to your mental health, something is abusive, if people are arguing and you're not comfortable being around it, you can leave. You are not a prisoner. You are an adult. You're in charge of your life. You're the boss. You're in the freaking driver's seat. So quit with this victim stuff. Go there. If it feels good, if it feels empowering, great. And if it doesn't and it's really hurting you that much, leave. (laughs) I mean, I know it's like more complicated than that. And I know you have to weigh the pros and cons of what the impact will be on your relationships if you leave, but you're also smart. Fake sick, fake a phone call, fake an emergency, get yourself out of there and you don't have to feel bad about it. I'm giving you permission right now. Blame it on me. I don't even care. (laughs) I give you full permission to do what's best for you, to make decisions that are best for you. And you're deciding you're not a prisoner in that house. So have a plan. What can you do to leave if you need to? 
And know that it's always your choice to be there, to be in that environment. And it's always your choice how you feel while you're there. I also really like writing in my journal. I write in my journal every single day. But if I'm going to walk into a stressful situation, I write in my journal like five times a day instead of twice a day. So write in your journal. Write gratitude lists. What are you happy for? My intentions of writing in my journal are always to get myself in that higher vibe state. I write massive gratitude lists. Thank you for this life. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for my dog. Thank you for this coffee, whatever, whatever. Get yourself in that state because we are lucky. You are surrounded by blessings right now. I promise you, you just have to choose to focus on them. Okay, my next tip for dealing with difficult family members is that things people say aren't about you. You decide how things impact you. But the things that people say, when someone says a nasty comment about you, it says more about them than about you. Because I promise you, there is not a happy, joy-filled, loving, caring person who's living a great life and just killing it that's going to go around and make nasty comments about people, that's going to go around and try to tear someone down, that's going to go around and insult people at a family get-together. That's not how happy people act. So just remember, if someone says something petty, if someone says something rude, if someone is trying to bring you down, it's because they're unhappy with themselves and it doesn't have anything to do with you. And I know it sucks to have someone say something nasty and petty to you, but you can't control them. A lot of the stress that comes around people from dealing with family members at the holidays is that they try to control their family into acting a certain way. Now, if your family is anything like my family, you don't get to decide how they act. (laughs) My family is a bunch of wild cards, right? We don't know what they're gonna do because we can't control other people. So if you go into a dinner saying, I am gonna freak out and be miserable unless Uncle Tommy like acts this way, unless Aunt Janine recognizes how hard I work, I'm gonna be upset. You're putting your happiness and making it conditional onto how other people act. And it's just never gonna go well because family members tend to act out old patterns when they're together. Family members tend to become old versions of themselves when they're all together. Old dynamics play out every single year when everyone is together. People are usually drinking alcohol, which makes it worse. You just can't control what someone is going to say to you. It's just never going to happen. That's not the way the world works. But you can control the way that you view those comments. You can control how you emotionally feel about someone saying that to you. I deal with this all the time because I'm on the internet and I deal with stupid trolls all the time, you guys. People say mean things to me every day on the internet. That's part of the reality of me putting myself out there. I have a rule for my life. I only take advice. I only take feedback. I only take constructive criticism from people I admire, from people who have the life that I want. So unless Uncle Tommy has the life that you want and he's someone you admire, he's one of your heroes, do not take his criticism because his opinion of your life doesn't matter. You don't want his life. If you don't want his life, why would you take feedback from him? Why would you take advice from him? Why would you take criticism from him? The only reason in my mind to take criticism to heart is to help you make changes, to help you get the life you want, to help you become the person that you want to be. And if it's not going to do that, it's not serving you. And just remember, if someone's saying hurtful things to you, it's because they're hurting themselves. They're hurting inside. So you can just disregard what they're saying, send them love, 
send them deep love and just walk away. You don't need to take that. You don't need to listen to that. They don't get an opinion on your life. You're an adult. I want you to remember as you walk into these gatherings, you're the boss, you're in charge, you're an adult. And you don't have to take people's criticism of your life to heart. I'm not saying argue with them. Just brush it off and walk away. Talk to someone else. (laughs) And look at this time as your family as a blessing. Because like I said, the more you practice this mindset stuff, the more you practice being happy in difficult situations, the stronger it gets. It's like going to the emotional gym. The more you work out, the stronger you get. So be thankful for these challenges. They're teaching you to cope. They're making you stronger. They're going to make you a better wife, a better mom, a better daughter, a better whatever identity you really hold in this world. This is going to make you better. It's helping you. Challenges are always helping us. We love to get in this victim mindset of why is this happening to me? Why is my family so bad? Why is my life so hard? But it's hard and it's put in front of you to teach you lessons, to make you stronger. It's just an opportunity to go to the emotional gym. That's all it is. If you can flip your life to where you view things that are hard as happening for you and not to you, your life is going to exponentially expand. Now, I know this always this always pisses people off when I say this because people walk through hard times. I understand that. I've walked through fucking dark, hard, messed up times in my life. I understand that. But I also understand I can't control what happened to me. I can't control it. It was unfair and messed up and I didn't deserve it, but I can't control it. I can't go back in time. I have to live with it and to be the person that I want, to feel the way I want to feel, to live the life that I want, I have to believe that those things worked out in my favor. And if you can start viewing these difficult interactions with your family members like that, that you struggle to interact with your family but you always learn a lesson. You struggle to interact with your family, but it makes you emotionally stronger. You struggle to interact with your family, but you get to practice healthy coping skills. And you recognize that it's helping you in life because it's making you emotionally strong. You're getting emotionally stronger for challenges that you will face ahead because you will face more dark, messed up, unfair crap in your life. Everyone will, but you're gonna be strong enough to walk through it. You're going to be strong enough to find joy. You're going to be strong enough to support other people when they're in dark times because you've been to the emotional gym and you've been practicing. You've been practicing your mindset. You've been practicing focusing on the positive. You've been practicing your healthy coping skills and you have made yourself strong. You've become a stronger version of yourself. So instead of looking at these family gatherings like, oh my God, it's going to be so hard. It's so draining. It's so awful. Switch the script. It's for your good. It's in your favor. Sometimes we have to do things that we don't want to do that make our life better. I don't want to go get a pap smear every year. (laughs) This is, I'm sorry. I just can't ever think of a normal example. I do these all off of the top of my head clearly and they're not scripted. So we're just going to roll with that disgusting example that just flew out of my mouth. (laughs) I don't want to go get a pap smear every year, but it makes my life better, right? It's helping me. Sometimes we do things that are uncomfortable to improve our lives, to make the quality of our lives better. We do things that are hard. We do things we don't want to do. We go to therapy and we talk about things we would rather forget about. We go to the doctor and get uncomfortable examinations and talk about disgusting things because it will make our lives better. 
even though we don't want to do it. So a lot of times the things that you don't want to do, that you're just like, oh, I don't want to have dinner with my family. I don't want to do this or that. Those are things you need to do to improve your life. Those are things you need to do to live your best life, to become the version of you that you're supposed to be. One of my affirmations is everything happens for my good and in my favor always. There's no other way for it to go. You can steal that if you want. (laughs) Pick some affirmations to tell yourself around going to dinner about how struggle always makes you stronger. I say a lot of affirmations around I always overcome. I'm an overcomer. Things always work out for me in the end. No one can ever dim my light. The harder life is, the brighter I shine. Tell yourself those kind of affirmations. Get yourself pumped up. And then my last tip is set the intentions for how you want to be in this interaction. You can set the intention, I want to be filled with grace while I'm with my family. I want to be filled with love while I'm with my family. Set the intention that you're going to give every single person at the dinner a compliment. Set the intention that you're going to have an actual conversation with every single person in your family and really ask them how they're doing. Ask them what they've been struggling with. Ask them how their life is going. Make the effort to really connect with them and spend quality time with them while you're there. Set the intention that you're going to be the light at the dinner, that you're going to tell jokes, that you're going to keep things lighthearted. Set an intention and walk into that dinner on your terms. I am this person. I feel this way. I'm bringing these gifts to this interaction. You get to decide. There's so much that's up to you. I have one more quick thing and then I'm going to hop off of here and get ready to drive to my own family's Thanksgiving. But this last thing is about forgiveness. If there's someone you need to forgive, You don't have to tell them to their face, just decide to forgive them. You don't have to have a big drawn out interaction with them if you don't want to or you're not ready. Write in your journal, I forgive them, I'm choosing to let this go. I'm choosing to see this situation differently. But the forgiveness isn't for them, it's for you. One of my favorite quotes about forgiveness says, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? There's a lot of things we'll hold on to with our family because we feel indignant. We feel like we want to be right. We feel like we were wronged in some way and we hold on to that so tightly. But honestly, holding on to those feelings is emotionally draining. You're probably never going to get the apology and reckoning that you feel like you deserve and you're probably making yourself pretty damn unhappy. So I really believe the best revenge for someone that's wronged you is living a great damn life. So just think about that. If someone in your family has wronged you and you're holding on to it, I'm never going to tell you to do anything because I don't know you. I don't know your story. I don't know your life. You know what's best for you. You are the expert in your own life. But maybe you're listening to this podcast and it's a sign that it's time to let something go, that it's time to forgive. And it's not about the other person. It's about so you can step into a greater sense of peace. So you don't feel that turmoil and that hurt around whatever happened anymore. And you get to go on and get your revenge by being the best, most happiest, loving version of yourself. The best revenge is living a great damn life. Okay, guys, that's all I have for you. I am going to be running a really cool Black Friday special where you guys will be able to get a free month of my VIP tribe. And we're going to be doing a whole workshop about mental health around the holidays in December. And you can get free access to that on Black Friday if you're on my email list. If you're not on my email list, just run over to the blog www.radicaltransformationproject.com 
sign up on any form on there where you put your email address in and you'll automatically be on the email list and I'll send you the deal on Black Friday and you can get free access to all of the content that I make in December in my mental health mastermind group. We do a different theme in that group every single month all around mental health. And in December, we're gonna be doing mental health at the holidays. You'll get a workbook, a workshop, a meditation, and a live Q&A session with me. Plus, I usually drop some extra bonuses in there. So you'll get access to all that content for free in December if you sign up on Black Friday. Come join my mental health support Facebook group. It's over 2,500 women all working on their mental health and sharing their journey, their struggles, their successes. I'll leave the link for it down below. Come follow me over on Instagram if you want a pep talk from me every single morning. I'm on Instagram stories. You can find me at Radical Transformation Project on Instagram. I'm also on Pinterest. I'll leave the link for that below. I pin all of the best mental health articles I find on the internet onto Pinterest. So if you're looking for resources, that's a great place to look. And obviously visit the blog. I post new articles to help you manage depression and anxiety every single week. It's www.radicaltransformationproject.com. If you guys like this episode and you're willing to leave a review on iTunes, I super appreciate you. My goal is to get to 50 and I'm so close. Please write a review. (laughs) I've just resorted to begging you guys at this point. Like, please just leave a review. (laughs) I hope you guys have a beautiful day and I will see you guys in the next podcast episode.